For your entertainment and pleasure, please keep all phones on silent. Enjoy the film. Welcome. Bienvenue. <laughs> Guten Tag. Ah, uh, bienvenidos. Ciao. I'm the gay one. I'm the brown one. And I'm diagnosed. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> That's a good start. That's a good start. Uh, for entertainment and pleasure, ADHD Features presents Absolute Fucking Chaos. So, this is our first episode of the podcast. Welcome, this welcome, is welcome. Really exciting. Um, how are you today? I am exhausted, but I'm good. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the usual thing at this point. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, anyways, introductions. Uh, shall we start? Hi, I'm Andy. I'm 19. I use they, them pronouns. I'm gay. Um, In case you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Oh my god! Yeah. Whoa, shit! Okay, yes. Yeah, yourself. Yeah. Uh, hi, I am JP. Uh... I am not gay, I'm 20 years old, and I am a <laughs> Latino-Americano. Uh, I'm white. And, d- d- bitch, I ain't fucking white. <laughs> this one is white. <laughs> fucking pale-ass complexion. <laughs> I tried to put pleasure on. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, today's, well, in today's episode, we'll be discussing everything, everywhere, all at once, except for everything everywhere. Yeah, it's oh, not the film. It's not that. No. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's, just... kind of, it's ADHD. It's kind of the entire point of the podcast was yeah. just... So I have ADHD diagnosed. I'm undiagnosed, even though there's too much evidence for me to not have ADHD. Yeah, well, it's... it took me a while to realise that I had ADHD, to be honest with you. Like, I, for a long time, realised that I had it, but it was still one of those things where I was like, I'm not <laughs> sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, both of us love film, yeah. which is... Hyperfixations and shit like that. Yeah, so like the whole concept of... Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> we have a set! We do! Our whole concept of this like podcast is to talk about ADHD and be it about films. Yeah. Because both of us hyperfixate on films and everything we love. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it films more than anything, but I, I personally... Art. Art God, in I general. Love, fucking well, we're both at the same university. Yeah, we're both at the same uni. Uh, we have to deal with seeing this one once a week. <laughs> uh, for our listeners at home, uh, Andy just put a thumbs up. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, no, so it's basically both of us have come from acting and yeah. theatre backgrounds. And we kind of began to realise that we both have a lot of passion and love for films. And yes. we wanted to share our love for it, but also the fact of having ADHD while watching films is an experience. It definitely is. I mean, I come from a very big film background. My dad works in cinema. I work in cinema. I do not. I'm trying, bitch. Bitch, I know. I know. I will get that fucking done next week. I've been okay. Newsflash. I need. I'm trying to see if I can work in the cinema because Magwad. Yeah. Well, it just means that like cinema has been a very huge part of my life. Um, going to the cinema was like the most important thing to me. Oh yeah. My dad collects posters. Now my brother does. And it's just like one of those things where talking about film with people and connecting with someone about film is how I... It's, it's, like, it's how 
connections are bonded and made. Yeah, well, it's how we started connecting yeah. very well. Like, you're one of my best friends, and, like, this is... Mm. <laughs> I hate you, bitch. I hate you, too. <laughs> no, I mean, the funniest thing is that you, the way that film is so personal and so important oh, to no, you. Oh, no, completely. It's, like, it's equally the same way because, Venezuela, you are... The main thing, your main source of entertainment is film. Yes. That is the first thing that you find. Like, it is the same way that in theatre, somewhat here, you have, like the culture of going to the theater or going to see an opera or whatever the fuck with higher race and fucking yeah. um, high classes and shit we have film that's the yes. mo- that's the predominant piece of art form which is how I got introduced to acting and theater and like mm-hmm. doing the entire craft of it so I have so much value and passion and I it's it's my baby it's the thing I love yeah. the most yeah well like I film has been that thing in my life that has connected me with so many people and made it that I was able to express who I am yeah like, I love theatre. I do. And I'm not going to sit here and say I don't, because I do. But yeah. I see myself working in film in the exactly. future. Exactly. And that's where I want to be. I mean, I like making short films. Yeah. I like expressing things in that certain way. I'm a fucking nerd. I write film reviews all the time, which is why we're doing which this shit. Which kind of this shit. It's like, hey, what if we just told film reviews, but also, fuck the score. Fuck putting shit. Just talk about them. Because yeah, we don't because do that enough. This is what I mean. Like, the whole oh thing God. we wanted with this podcast was to be that... We just sit down and have a conversation as who we are because we've both got ADHD. We both struggle with staying on one topic. And We're going to switch around. Like, yeah. we, we haven't even got to the first point and this is just what happened. Yeah, well, it, I, think, I think it's important. Yeah. It's absolute fucking chaos. It is absolute I mean? fucking chaos. It's introducing you guys to us and who we are as people because for people watching at home, you might not fully know who we yeah. are. You might have just seen us or... We look at our faces and thought, damn, these people are hot. <laughs> uh, let's watch them that for is, half That is hour. also true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways uh, okay let's actually let's actually go get to so, the shit man uh, we did that uh, we did actually we can talk about exactly who we really are because we have yeah. we, we kind of outlined that so mm-hmm. I'm happy to start so of course uh, full name my name is John Paul Marshlam uh, I will consider myself an artist uh, as I do too many things um, I've do, I do playwriting I do screenwriting I do Acting, I do direction, producing. Like I'm currently working on a thing that I'm entirely making with my own two hands, and the only thing I'm not part of is orchestration. Everything else I'm making mm, myself, which is exciting. a lot. Um, but it's kind of that's the thing I do. I'm, I'm I'm a creative. I'm an artist. I I find value, and I want to tell the stories that I want to tell, but also stories that I don't think I'll ever get the chance to tell, and give us opportunities to people who are in the same position as me, regardless of what fucking minority you are. Because I completely so this is kind of what I do and within film it's more like I want to develop a way that I can give a space for people like me within the film industry but also I want to find which is what I'm trying to do is blend film and theatre and live art and just do that which just is never done blend it. I can't wait I'm trying to see if I can make like an actual form yeah I'm going hard you. y'all so I um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what I was going to say that's a good start yay <laughs> yay, yay! <laughs> so my full name is Alexandra Perry, so but I go by Andy. Um, I don't mind if you guys call me Alex or Al, whatever you do, but I'm happy with either of those names. I'm obviously a non-binary creator, I'm queer, um, which is like, only recently have I realized I was non-binary, yeah. so it's become a very big part of the things that I make. Um, I have worked in predominantly theatre for most of my life, um, and then I went and did a course last year where I looked at children's theatre mm-hmm. and how like talking to people about their mental health is very important, which is something that I'm incredibly fixed on, is talking about how your experiences can affect you and can affect the people around you, which is the type of things that I do. 
So I'm a director, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a writer, so I'm a poet. I write a lot of poetry. Poetry, poet. Poet, 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 poet. <laughs> poetry, poetry. Poetry. Um, so we both write a lot of poetry. Um, um, predominantly, mostly pre- about like love, heartbreak, depression, experiences. A bunch of stuff. Equally, just I, I eat like whatever find that we can find yeah. to tell stories through. It's 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 important to be able to tell stories through the way that you see yourself telling stories. To be yeah. honest with you, like I am somebody who sees myself making films and making films that are towards younger people yeah. so like teenagers and people in their 20s to be able to feel that have those experiences with something yeah. they, can, not, they can see themselves yes the point. there's not enough queer directors there's oh, not enough no. female directors not that i'm a woman but there's not enough women directors who are in the industry that are getting respected enough yeah which is something that i'm so so fixed on oh, is yeah. that we need to get enough representation for everybody in the industry it's I think we can collectively agree we're kind of sick of uh, old way white straight men. All the white just, say, just, just, straight cis men. Just, just stop, stop. Let just give, give us some space, <laughs> please. Give us a little room. No, completely. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't like some of the work that they do because oh, yeah. I do. It's but good. It's just it's boring now. I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey you, I know you're good. We get it. It's been like four fucking years. It's been yeah. like twenty years. Space, please. Give, give me some. Mm. Well, I'm somebody who also works in physical theater. Yeah and straight acting yeah. it depends i'm i like comedy yeah. that's what i do comedy and tragedies is a mixture of things which kind of i think both of us are in the same idea like we like to anything that we get pushed in pushed into like we're able to experience we're able to work in yes it gives us kind of like okay we can just blend into that and actually use it for our future work oh no completely yeah. i think there's something important about blending the things that you've experienced in your life but also making them accessible for everybody else because like there's not an also there's not enough accessibility for people. Oh no, no. Which is like why we wanted to do this podcast to have a conversation about, about this, this. And also kind of like talking about the experiences that nobody ever talks about. Like oh. ADHD is something that nobody ever Not really. It, it's 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 and if you view it, the thing is with the ADHD, people view ADHD as the boy who runs around the class and screams when yeah. he's a five-year-old. Pe- people people take it as kind of like, oh it's just hyperfixation. It's far more than that. It's, it's so it's much so more. much more fucking that. Like it's it's like that's it's something that I feel so strongly to talk about and it's such a nice experience to have a conversation with somebody who also gets it and also you get it from two different people yeah you get it you have, two- you have someone who actually knows what the fuck is going on yeah I am still learning about this shit it's kind of I'm trying to be come off a million to understand more of it but you have this you have the fucking knowledge you're able to teach me but also teach you a lot this is like this. I I have been doing so much research into ADHD and the entire experience and what it's like for people to deal with it yeah. because it's it's something that is so like it's got such oh, i'm trying to think of the word it's it's been like shown as a certain thing but it's so much more than it is yeah and like there's so much more to adhd than it is just people thinking you're really overwhelmed and really loud and excitable and which i am yeah i am but also i deal heavily with like my own mental health issues. I mean, I suffer from depression, which I don't mind talking about, but it's just like one of those things that like, um, it's kind of an experience that it needs to be talked about more. I will also say that I do have Tourette's. So if I do tick during this, it's because I I have tics and it makes the performance. (laughs) So Give us views. Give us views. views. Give us us, views for the fucking listens. Watch. Listen. Love us. Content. (laughs) Content. Uh, Equally kind of, talking about it i suffer yes. from, from dissociation depersonalization disorder mm-hmm. so equally it's kind of 
I'm less loud. I'm less kind of big. I can be just. I kind of retreat most of the time. It's kind of, and I'm happy to talk about it because, equal with films, it's a very particular sensation of being diso- being dissociated mm-hmm. while watching something and you're actively engaged with. It. It's a very kind of, it it's both dissociative and present, and it's a very strange sensation of being mm-hmm. in both of those states at the same time. No, definitely. So it's kind of it's having this conversation, be able to be open and be able to kind of just explain and just share what it's like to be us. <laughs> what way? Yeah, no. Um, I think, like, having to hear your experiences as well makes me respect you a lot more. And also be able to understand how, as a friend, I can help you. Yeah. Well, not even help you, but look we, after we, you we can and look care. A, we can look after each other. And care about each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate you, dude. <laughs> I hate you too. I'm kidding. I love you loads. I love you. Um, sorry. This is bullying. Um, this is, this is the, what this friendship is. Yeah. It is love-hate. <laughs> at this point. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's who we are. Uh, we, uh, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, what yeah. are we doing? I mean, what, what, I mean mostly the that point is, question, what, are, what we are we doing? That is a genuine well, question. I mean, um, most of this, it's kind of, it's not like, what we're trying to do here is kind of, at least with this episode, it is, this is who we are, this is why we're doing this, this is kind of that, but also, kind of talk about the stigma within how film decides to portray certain things, but also mm-hmm. be able to tell our side of the story. I think we're very lucky that, well, not even lucky, but like... <laughs> we're yeah no we're lucky yeah, we're that lucky. we've got two people who come from such different backgrounds yeah. and have different experiences i mean i can't say that i am obviously venezuelan yeah. and that i'm sorry i hope i got that right is that right that's better that's better okay that's better i'm so sorry um i can't come about being a different like background i am white that is like that is me and but you can't experience. Being I don't know gay what it's like being gay. Yes. Do you know? What I, I mean? don't know what that is. So like. we have very different experiences about the industry, and obviously, predominantly, you're viewed as a man. I'm viewed as a woman, which means statistically, statistically he will get better roles. I, however, <laughs> no. Be a director. Hey, hey, guess what? I will get better roles, but my roles will be a police officer <laughs> or a crack cocaine fucking dealer. And I will. E. Be, and I will be the fat, funny best friend. Do real? Do real? Do real? anyways so that is kind of that okay uh we talked about what we're gonna do we want for this what what do we want from this podcast what do we want from this what do we really want (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but also love me love me please love me please Please. But it's, I mean, kind of... It's to explore our love of film. Pretty much. And everything to do with art in yeah. general. Predominantly, it's Predominantly mostly about film. film. But we are going to talk about, other, like, like, other things. Because we obviously love those things. Yeah. And... We, we, I think the point is, whatever we get to experience that we'll lose our minds over, I think it's what is going to come yes. out of this. Yeah. Well, I think, like, we want to just kind of, like, as we said, like, fuck the score. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Fuck the normal critics. Fuck having to put everything onto like this one yeah. uh, fucking systematic form and just have a conversation, talk about them because yeah, well, I think it's never, beyond that. Yeah, there's never enough reviews of films that is genuinely just sitting down and going, oh, I love, I this, love this bit and I hated this yeah. bit. And it's just having it's kind that of like conversation. Seven out of ten, not enough water. We, what does that mean? We want you guys to like sit here and feel like you're in the room. Yeah. You are a part of this as much as we are. We have healthy horses. We also have a hostage but that's a different you can <laughs> yeah no this Silence. is <laughs> don't... good don't speak you're not meant to be you're meant to be quiet you're the hostage okay well yes we have a hostage anyway so <laughs> moving on uh but i think it's kind of anything we find that is inertly passionate like Film will be the predominant thing because that's one of the one, thankfully one of the most accessible forms of medium that we own mm-hmm. apart from TV and also because of the streaming services we have the ability to watch screen. Uh, I will say based... I am very very lucky that I have most of the streaming services. That is something I will say. I have the privilege of having most streaming services, so I cannot say that I don't have that because yeah. I do, and I am very very lucky for that. Also working in cinema, I get free cinema you get tickets. free fucking cinema tickets, which I don't, I, I, like, I don't the, take you. This to the is cinema. the only reason why I'm friends with this one because I get the free cinema. T- <laughs> that is a lie. This is that trauma. Is a- I had that when I was younger. People used to do that to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but in reality, it's kind of it's it's kind of like it's the fact that we both share so much love for film and frankly, yes. we we've gone to see stuff on our own because it's kind yeah. of we have the ability. I mean, I don't have access to all streaming services. I have some, but it's just it's a different kind of yeah. Thing. Uh, but equally, I for me, it's kind of... Well, I think also, like, our, our like, genres of films that we love, they it's... cross over, but also they do. very different. They do. Like, there's a lot of films that I love that JP will probably be like, we're not going to get into what the fuck? We're spoiling, my dude! We're spoiling! Okay. We'll get into things. Yeah. I'm not... Hide, hide. One's falling off the wall. One's falling off the wall, shit. Uh, anyways, so we have that. Uh, we already talked about white ADHD. Uh, we already talked about what an Easter egg is. Undiagnosed versus diagnosed. Oh, Let's boy. talk about that shit. Okay. Because I think I can start because I'm the person who knows absolutely fuck all. Mm-hmm. Because with the whole thing with ADHD, at least personally for me, the ADHD, it's, it's, it might be a contribution to the dissociation. It might be a combination of all that shit going on at once, plus the anxiety. Anxiety is also in that cocktail. That's a thing. Uh, but I feel having all of that, some this, there's an entire thing that I've been having this conversation with people. It is we've, speak, we've begun to see the form uh, the medium of art as escapism mm. exclusively as oh, escapism completely. i don't understand why we've done that because i understand that we should have pieces of art as escapism that's entirely fine but it's the, because the fact it's that not, we... it's not viewed as something that's fully respected yeah well that's that's an entire do you know what i mean yeah. like the reason that it's viewed as escapism is because people are trying to run away from their life yeah but for us, it's, this is, this our, is our life. life. Yeah. Like... It's, it's a fundamental difference between the, sorry, the normies. Uh, <laughs> I, have no, I have no shame in that. You're not, you, if you're watching this and you don't care about films, you're a normie. Yeah. I have no apologies for that. It's true. <sighs> I don't like you if you don't like films. It's I'm, just a fact. I, don't, I can't look at you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so it's kind of, there is so much love and passion, and even for the people who don't get recognised, like I was having a discussion, we had... Uh, we both gone to drama school, so we kind of have this thing that we do. Uh, I had uh, combat 
class today. We were having mm-hmm. stage combat conversations with a stage combat coordinator. And we were kind of like, how the fuck do we not have a category for stage combat? How we not have a category? in like We're, we're going to talk about the Oscars next episode. We'll have a long episode for fucking... We are going to have a long Prepare night. Yourself. Prepare yourself. It will be... Wear fancy clothes. Wear fancy clothes. Uh, be prepared for the Met Gala. Welcome to the Oscars brought to you by the ADHD Futures. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited. But that's not today. That's not today. That's for the next one. That's the next one. Good. So, it's... <laughs> this, is, this, this dynamic is good. <laughs> this dynamic is good. So, the kind of... It's un- I don't understand why we have... We don't give credit to enough people. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't make sense to me that we should be giving people who deserve credit to be credited. The fact that we are still not really giving animation the credit it deserves oh God, to literally. date, it is ridiculous. I do not understand how we have some films which deserve to be in best picture category and are not. That will never make sense to me. <sighs> And the fact that we don't have a category, the fact that they tried to erase or at least remove the viewing of the awards for sound and score and editing. And I'm like, these are fundamental. They are not popular awards because they don't have the big names and the fucking celebrities. However, they are crucial. This is the entire point of the Academy. Again, I'm going to stop the Academy Award talk because if I keep going, I'll be spoiling next episode. And that's the point of next episode. Bite your tongue, JP. Bite your tongue. Do not tempt me, Andy. Do not tempt me. I will do it. Yeah. Don't. I'm a little mental. Anyways. But yeah. I'm undiagnosed. In case you cannot tell. Uh, I know very little. I'm trying to learn. I have Andy to help me. (laughs) Not be stupid. I am already stupid, but that's not gonna... I wouldn't come to me for, like, not being stupid. Okay, we're both stupid. (laughs) I'm just stupid, but I've been told I am. I am smart, but I've been told I'm stupid. Yeah, he's got the actual smarts. I just, um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm diagnosed. I was diagnosed last December, which was 2022, um, by Psychiatric UK, um, which is an online service for people who are predominantly adults. It's predominantly an online service. You do your your kind of... uh, God, what's the word I'm looking for here? You do your, like, uh, session. Sessions, okay. Your diagnosis session online through Zoom. Um, and you basically have to give them a load of information. You have to get people in your life to answer questions. So I got my best friend from back home to answer questions about me from when I was younger because you have to give your own experiences then also get somebody else's. Um, so I got my friend because um, it's just a lot easier to have my friend who's known me for, like, 15 years to kind of unpack this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. That's a whole thing. They've tried. They've um, tried equally. It's kind of like I mean I don't have that access because uh, all of the friends that I know from my childhood are no longer in the country I'm in. Complicated. Yeah. It's a little bit complicated. Well, I think like specifically with Psychiatric UK, which was really good, is that um, I didn't pay anything for Psychiatric UK, so it's a very accessible service for people. Obviously, if you can't get access to the internet, then it's a little bit difficult, but there is going to be people who probably will be able to help you. Yeah. I was lucky enough that mine was connected through a counsellor when I was getting um, like help with my tics, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole different thing, um, which is connected to, to my ADHD. Yeah. It's, it's a whole We will get onto thing. that entire situation. Yeah. Another day. Another day. 
Um, but yeah, so the diagnosis process lies in kind of um, exploring your childhood and what you are like with kind of um, being in certain situations. So for example, myself, um, it was very obvious that I would, you know, uh, talk off points and I would be very like loud and talkity and this is really good words. Um, <laughs> you, we don't have to be very educational. We just have to be educational. Yeah, true. Um, but so it lied in basically t uh, talking about my experiences. I mean, my ADHD, I have con combined type. So it means it lies in, I get distracted very, very easily. I struggle incredibly with like um, sitting in exams, for example, writing down anything. I, I have really bad auditory processing. So it means that, for example, if I'm in class, I normally have to get people to repeat things to me because I just struggle with it. Also, I suffer really badly with my mental health because of my ADHD, I have um, uh, rejection sensitivity dysphoria. So it basically means that I, somebody could say, um, how are you today? And I'd go, I'm fine. And they go, okay. And then my brain will convince myself that they hate me. <laughs> and yeah, so that lies in... Small realisation. Yeah, so it's it just basically lies in that, it's okay, it's fine. Um, it lies in... <laughs> it lies in the... <laughs> the basis of kind of exploring your mental health and how that's affected you. Specifically in women, it becomes out a lot with regards to kind of eds mm -hmm. and anything to do with body dysmorphia that you really struggle with knowing what you look like which is something i struggle with obviously i don't identify as a woman but i do have the predominant yeah. like uh mental as a woman because obviously i'm yeah. biologically a woman that's what i'm looking for um so it's kind of <clears throat> like adhd is a very very difficult thing to deal with but the thing is with ADHD, it links off to so many different things. Oh, yeah. Depression, anxiety, dissociation. dissociation. I also suffer with dissociation. Um, so if we both zone out. Um, well, zone out. Zone out. <laughs> zone out. I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase as well. It's also like I used to get a lot. Um, Alex is away in the fairies. Alex is away G in the Guess fairies. what? I had JP's in the moon. Oh. Aw. Oh. Aw. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically the, the kind of the things, the people that stereotype what ADHD is. Yeah. And I went through so long of my teenage years thinking there was something wrong with me, but then realising it was ADHD only recently, and I'm 20 this year. Yeah. Like, it's it's only a very recent diagnosis. I'm still waiting for medication because I'm choosing to do medicated route. Yeah. You don't have to do that. It just depends on how you find yourself, but I think it would help me personally. Um, that's still a long, very, very long process. But the differences between diagnosed and undiagnosed is obviously I was told that I definitely have it. Mm -hmm. But I somebody have not who been told that somebody who is undiagnosed because I was undiagnosed for so long of my life that like you are still respected yeah as much as anybody else yeah. just because a doctor hasn't said to you you definitely you have, have ADHD, ADHD it doesn't mean you don't yeah I mean I think it it's... just means that you know when you do get diagnosed if you choose to go through that route you will get the support that you need. Yeah. Which is, I think, that's something that's very, very important, is if you feel connected to getting the support you need, then go ahead and do what makes you happy. Because, personally, I'm very glad I got diagnosed because it means that it helps me so long in explaining to people how I deal with things. I think it's, for me, it's still a learning curve. I'm still very much early into discovering that. I mean, it was something I discovered when I was 18, 19, I'm 21 now. I, I said I was 21, right? I said, I, said I, you were 20. I, I, I was, sorry, my birthday was on last week Wednesday, so it still feels weird. Happy that, birthday for last week. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, 
So it's kind of... I'm still figuring a lot of this out. I'm still trying to come to terms with so much of the... How can I explain this? I still don't know what I want to do with it. I still don't know if I want to get myself diagnosed. I know for a fact that I want to understand more about it. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I want to be able to learn more about it so I'm able to figure out what I want to do in the future and what I want to do with my diagnosis later. It's it's still very much in the air. It's still something I'm developing. I'm still learning about it. It's very early days. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds yeah. good. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Oh! Oh! We, we lost Kill we, Bill. We, we, we lost Kill Bill. Sorry. We, we still have Pulp Fiction. It's fine. We do. We still have Pulp Fiction. Do you know that there's this really underground director called Quentin Tarantino? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck is that? Um, he's really, really, really small. He's yeah. really small. He's really tiny. He has a thing for feet. He has a thing for feet. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very particular thing about oddly like red and yellow yeah. feet. He likes when feet are fucking red and yellow. He fucking likes that. And I'm like, why is it so specific? He must have a big thing for Lightning McQueen. He probably does. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chow. Speaking of... Wow. Speaking of film directors, top five films. Oh Not of all God. time. Because they can't do all of all time. I can't, okay. I can't do all Can time. Can we do top five films of recently? Recently? Okay. No, okay. Let's do top favourite films that, even if it's just like a shitty film when you really enjoy it. <laughs> so we're kind of mixing the two things. So we're talking top five films, but also guilty pleasures. Because... Mm. I think it's really hard to... Kind of put it down into like one specific. I thing. mean, someone says top favorite fav- favorite films, and I honestly have like an aneurysm. <laughs> I'm like, what? The I'm fuck? Like, ah! like, people tell me what is your favorite film, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm still figuring it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's about right. So, um, okay, I'm gonna just name a film out from like I re- I got to watch it recently, and I want to talk about it more when we get to Oscars. Tar. Tar. Mm. I haven't seen it. Yet. Mm, I will. F- mm, we're gonna have to go and see it. I will. It is so good. Oh my! Like watching it again made it better. Mm, Legitimately. You've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. I got taken by accident. I was like, hey, "We're gonna see Tarzan tonight." It's like one, and I just got dragged. Oh my god! It was like I a haven't m- even seen it yet. D- 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 disappointed. <laughs> I'm busy. I know you're busy. So am I, bitch. True. Yeah. Uh, I have no excuse. D- d- you also work at a cinema. Also, no excuse. Oh, I'm working. I'm not watching. anyway so uh tar is one that i've gone back to again and again i think that tar might be one of my favorite movies of the year hands fucking well not Mm. the year but the season uh of this season block before the end of the uh award season happening tar is probably up there i'll talk about we'll talk about the nominees because a lot of them happen to be nominees i will say that one that did not get nominated that i saw again recently was the northman because here's the thing. I feel like The Northman is good. It is a good film. It's not Edgar's best film. Mm-hmm. It is not his best. I feel like it did what he wanted to do. And it made it feel like a Viking epic. It yeah. allowed it to feel... It, it wasn't a story about Vikings. It wasn't a story about Viking mythology. It felt like a Viking myth. Yes. Which I feel like it was exactly what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But also because it was so foreign for a Western audience, or even not a Western audience, but a, an audience that's not used to being able to experience something like that right off the bat with no filter. It is very 
I feel like there's some fear to it. It's kind of yes. like, this is too strange. What the fuck is this? I was afraid that everything everyone wants will have that thing. It didn't. Which I mean, is you loved everything everyone wants. I adored everything everyone wants. Yeah, that's wants. probably one of your top five. It is in my top. It is in my top five. There is. The... I also loved it. Yeah. But it's not in my top five. <laughs> but I loved it. How dare you? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so that, I mean, I will talk about why everything everyone wants is great. I will talk about that. I It probably is my favorite of the year. That one might be it. You think? Yeah. I think I was, I'm stuck between Tar and Everything Everyone Wants. I might have to see Everything Everyone All at Once again to make that I think decision. I need to watch it again. Because I remember watching, I've watched it four times. And every time I watched it, like, I watched it, I think I might have met you before. Because I watched it at the cinema when they had an early screening. Oh, wow. So I might have met you and I wouldn't have fucking realized. That's insane. That is, yeah. That was that the first time crazy. I watched it. Wow. Yeah. I watched it with my ex-boyfriend. So. That's not a good (laughs) association. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um. (laughs) Anyways. But uh, yeah, I think like top. It was an excellent film. It is good. I feel like it's right up my alley in the fact that it's, it's, I like when films decide to really fuck with a form and Mm. really go against what you expect and do exactly what you don't think that they should do. Yes. So everything, everything ever all at once is kind of like, hey, let's do a action comedy, like kung fu movie, and then let's hit you with pain, heart, and also half feels. That's kind of how I felt about it. That was an excellent description of what the film is. Also, a bagel. A bagel. Put everything on a bagel. Put everything on a bagel. Put everything on a bagel. So there is that. <laughs> uh, like, what other film have I got? Like, I've been... Hmm. Should I shout out some more? One of my favourites. Sh- sh- shout out some more. Okay. One of my favourite films of all time is Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Which is... Oh, doing of all time. Cool. Okay, we can put it in there. Lady Bird is... Oh, where is it? Is Lady it Bird is... Is it here? Here. That's, that's, Lady Bird is there. Lady Bird is here. It's, it's there. A DVD copy of Lady it's Bird. It's Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray. Blu-ray. I don't know the difference. You don't know the difference? Bitch, I'm kidding. Oh my god, I was in a panic attack. <laughs> what, what would have happened if we, I didn't know the difference? Cry. That'd be actual <laughs> Cry, Crying on camera. Yeah. Nice. No, obviously Lady Bird directed by Greta Gerwig. Greta the Gerwig. love of my life. Greta Gerwig is If iconic. I could be anybody, it's Greta Gerwig. If I could date anyone, Greta Gerwig. Isn't it Maya Hawk? Maya what? Maya Hawk, my dude. Maya Hawk is my wife. Oh, that's fair. There's a difference. Cool. We're going to, uh, well, there'll be a fuck Mary kill at one point. <laughs> Pride episode. Pride episode. Mm. Pride episode. That's another time. That's another time. Um, so, Lady Bird, biggest thing in my life. It is so important to me. It is so well written, so well directed. I think coming from my perspective as a woman, but non-binary woman, Especially growing up with a difficult relationship with my mom. Mm. I love my mom, but we do have a very rocky relationship. And so does Christine in the film. She has a very rocky relationship with my mom. And I felt very, very connected to that. Also, just her experiences. I also am in love with Saoirse Ronan and anything she does. And I just think it is such an incredibly well-directed film. And so well towards people. Like, I think specifically... I think it's so good for like teenage girls. Because oh yeah, it's, like it's the representation that they need 
to understand what it feels like to not feel like they fit in somewhere. Yeah. I um, feel like it's a film that's so important because we get a lot of films about men, predominantly, predominantly white men, and the fucking teenage experience. We have we got so many in the early 2000s. It was ridiculous. And some of them are good. Some of them are like, this is a good film. Mm-hmm. However, let's show something else. Mm-hmm. Let's show a different perspective. Well, I mean, like, Ladybird came out, what, 2018? Yeah. Which is already too late, my dude. That's, that is too late. Was too and late. it's still very, like, it's, obviously, we're in 2023 now. That was five years ago. That is ridiculous. That's crazy. That like was five years ago? Five years Dog ago. Dog, the fuck? Five years. Damn. We're old. Don't remind me. Old. Don't remind me. I'm not 21. I'm 20, I'm 2,100. <laughs> I'm older than time. Oh, what? Lord, what fell? Who died? Who died? Oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, Sasha Ronan. Plus See, Ryan. another, so, there's going to be a lot. It's giving a lot of Sasha Ronan brought up into this because she's the love of my life. Um, yeah, Lady Bird is one of my favorite films ever made. Yep. It's so well done. I also love um, Sing Street. Sing Street. Sing Street. Speaking of Sing Street, I it's one of probably one of the best things I've ever done. I ended up going by accident to watch this film. Directed I I by John Carney. John Carney. Anyway. So one of my favorite films of all time, I think, is The Last King of Scotland. I adore the last King of Scotland. Oh, really? Yes. I think it's because, like, the country, the Venezuela, I come from a country where we come from a dictatorship and be able to see a perspective of something that was happening because I believe it was, was it Zimbabwe? I'm trying to remember what it was. I think so. I think it might have been Zimbabwe. I have to double check. One, it was the first time we saw James McAvoy absolutely become one of our favorite actors of all time. Just love that man. Love that man. Love for that man. Love that man. I, um,. So we're talking about Sing Street. Uh, we can talk, we talk about Sing Street. We we'll uh, spoke about it briefly. It's an incredible film. Love it so much. One of my top five. Good shit. I also love um, Coda. Coda. I haven't seen Coda. Coda I is kind of so avo- fucking good. I've been avoiding it because I don't know. I feel like it, I don't ever deserve the win. It That's is- why. Wow. That's why. Because I'm like. Was over. I've had. I'm sorry. I just. I. <laughs> What, that wasn't serious? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> uh, no, but legitimately, I've been... I kind of... Equally the same thing. It took me a while to watch Roma. It took me a while to watch Roma. Right. And I adored Roma when I watched it, but I was like, this film is very, very slow. But I feel like compared... Roma and Coda were both nominated for the same year, and I feel Roma still deserves it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that. I think... I, I, say, I feel like it, it was a story that was less safe for the Academy. Yes. I also love Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand Budapest. I'm Wes a Anderson. fucking sucker for Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. You will hear us talk about Wes Anderson forever and always. Minus S- French Dispatch. Minus French Dispatch. Quickly. Um, I love Quickly. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect is one of the best films ever made. Um, and I will hold my hand to this forever. I know it's really cliche, but it was my gay awakening. Um, forever and always will love it. Um, mine is mine is Jonas Brothers experience. <laughs> Jonas Brothers, we're going to do some ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> no but legitimately the Jonas Brothers experience I think is one of those films that I remember watching and it's like that replicates what it's like to be in a concert like yes. the feeling that you have yeah. while being in a concert that replicates it like, well I think like we're, we're trying to keep this cut down short but yeah. like it's one of those things that we experience as children yeah. and also directors what directors, directors. we love Spielberg. Spielberg Spielberg we both love Spielberg so God, much Spielberg. Greta Gerwig Greta Gerwig Martin Scorsese Quentin Tarantino uh, Noah Baumbach yes Noah Baumbach Christopher Nolan Wes Anderson yeah Wes Anderson Wes we like Anderson. Baz Luhrmann as well we, Bas, we like Baz Luhrmann we like Baz Luhrmann we do like Baz Luhrmann Same sometimes I'm kind of like he's crazy however I respect him I respect him he's so fucking cool yeah, for doing the shit he completely. does completely 
I'm trying to think who Edgar else. Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar fucking... I've we, met Edgar Wright twice. You. This one has met Edgar Wright twice. He's one of the directors I want to work in. He knows I my want, name, I guys. want to work with the man. I will get Annie to get me a fucking... <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we have that. Uh, and, like, we... I mean, we probably go into, like, films that they've directed, which are phenomenal. I mean, with Edgar Wright, we can go... Like, the Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto so trilogy good. is good. Yeah. Yes. We know, don't worry. Yeah, we know. We, yeah, know, we, we, know. we, we gotta move. Um, uh, but yeah, the Cornetto trilogy is just one of the best things to exist. Uh, Last Time in Soho is just... I adore it so much. I loved it. I loved it. I think, like, obviously we're rushing through these things, but throughout the entire podcast, you will hear us talk about all these different yeah. things. We will be something that we will be completely explaining full-heartedly, but we want to just give you an introduction to who we we'll, are. You'll get full in-depth details about a bunch of directors and want anything, like directors films genres uh styles uh mediums yes as well as stuff outside of film which it's yeah. kind of the thing uh but we hope that you will enjoy what we have given you and you have been thoroughly entertained for the last 45 hour 30 minutes i don't know yeah, yeah. something like that 45 yeah. minutes something something, something something like that something like that but anyways yeah <clears throat> we'll do our little fancy little outro <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed tonight's performances and keep all phones on silent. And someone please help us. Please help us. I beg. Please. I'm begging. Please. But yeah, thank you guys. Thank I you hope so much you enjoyed. Uh, See listen. you later. Bye. Bye. Your screening will begin momentarily. <laughs>